Section eight of State of the Union Addresses, eighteen twenty nine to eighteen thirty six. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Andrew Jackson, December four, eighteen thirty two, part one fellow citizens of the senate and of the house of representatives it gives me pleasure to congratulate you upon your return to the seat of government for the purpose of discharging your duties to the people of the united states although the pestilence which had traversed the old world has entered our limits and extended its ravages over much of our land it has pleased almighty god to mitigate its severity and lessen the number of its victims compared with those who have fallen in most other countries over which it has spread its terrors notwithstanding this visitation our country presents on every side marks of prosperity and happiness unequalled perhaps in any other portion of the world if we fully appreciate our comparative condition existing causes of discontent will appear unworthy of attention and with hearts of thankfulness to that divine being who has filled our cup of prosperity we shall feel our resolution strengthened to preserve and hand down to our posterity that liberty and that union which we have received from our fathers and which constitute the sources and the shield of all our blessings the relations of our country continue to present the same picture of amicable intercourse that i had the satisfaction to hold up to your view at the opening of your last session the same friendly professions the same desire to participate in our flourishing commerce the same dispositions evinced by all nations with whom we have any intercourse this desirable state of things may be mainly ascribed to our undeviating practice of the rule which has long guided our national policy to require no exclusive privileges in commerce and to grant none it is daily producing its beneficial effect in the respect shown to our flag the protection of our citizens and their property abroad and in the increase of our navigation and the extension of our mercantile operations the returns which have been made out since we last met will show an increase during the last preceding year of more than eighty thousand tons in our shipping and of near forty million dollars in the aggregate of our imports and exports nor have we less reason to felicitate ourselves on the position of our political than of our commercial concerns they remain in the state in which they were when i last addressed you a state of prosperity and peace the effect of a wise attention to the parting advice of the revered father of his country on this subject condensed into a maxim for the use of posterity by one of his most distinguished successors to cultivate free commerce and honest friendship with all nations but to make entangling alliances with none a strict adherence to this policy has kept us aloof from the perplexing questions that now agitate the european world and have more than once deluged those countries with blood 
should those scenes unfortunately recur the parties to the contest may count on a faithful performance of the duties incumbent on us as a neutral nation and our own citizens may equally rely on the firm assertion of their neutral rights with the nation that was our earliest friend and ally in the infancy of our political existence the most friendly relations have subsisted through the late revolutions of its government and from the events of the last promise a permanent duration it has made an approximation in some of its political institutions to our own and raised a monarch to the throne who preserves it is said a friendly recollection of the period during which he acquired among our citizens the high consideration that could then have been produced by his personal qualifications alone our commerce with that nation is gradually assuming a mutually beneficial character and the adjustment of the claims of our citizens has removed the only obstacle there was to an intercourse not only lucrative but productive of literary and scientific improvement from great britain i have the satisfaction to inform you that i continue to receive assurances of the most amicable disposition which have on my part on all proper occasions been promptly and sincerely reciprocated the attention of that government has latterly been so much engrossed by matters of a deeply interesting domestic character that we could not press upon it the renewal of negotiations which had been unfortunately broken off by the unexpected recall of our minister who had commenced them with some hopes of success my great object was the settlement of questions which though now dormant might hereafter be revived under circumstances that would endanger the good understanding which it is the interest of both parties to preserve inviolate cemented as it is by a community of language manners and social habits and by the high obligations we owe to our british ancestors for many of our most valuable institutions and for that system of representative government which has enabled us to preserve and improve them the question of our northeast boundary still remains unsettled in my last annual message i explained to you the situation in which i found that business on my coming into office and the measures i thought it my duty to pursue for asserting the rights of the united states before the sovereign who had been chosen by my predecessor to determine the question and also the manner in which he had disposed of it a special message to the senate in their executive capacity afterwards brought before them to the question whether they would advise a submission to the opinion of the sovereign arbiter that body having considered the award as not obligatory and advised me to open a further negotiation the proposition was immediately made to the british government but the circumstances to which i have alluded have hitherto prevented any answer being given to the overture early attention however has been promised to the subject and every effort on my part will be made for a satisfactory settlement of this question interesting to the union generally and particularly so to one of its members 
the claims of our citizens on spain are not yet acknowledged on a closer investigation of them than appears to have heretofore taken place it was discovered that some of these demands however strong they might be upon the equity of that government were not such as could be made the subject of national interference and faithful to the principle of asking nothing but what was clearly right additional instructions have been sent to modify our demands so as to embrace those only on which according to the laws of nations we had a strict right to insist an inevitable delay in procuring the documents necessary for this review of the merits of these claims retarded this operation until an unfortunate malady which has afflicted his catholic majesty prevented an examination of them being now for the first time presented in an unexceptionable form it is confidently hoped that the application will be successful i have the satisfaction to inform you that the application i directed to be made for the delivery of a part of the archives of florida which had been carried to the havana has produced a royal order for their delivery and that measures have been taken to procure its execution by the report of the secretary of state communicated to you on june twenty fifth eighteen thirty two you were informed of the conditional reduction obtained by the minister of the united states at madrid of the duties on tonnage levied on american shipping in the ports of spain the condition of that reduction having been complied with on our part by the act passed july thirteenth eighteen thirty two i have the satisfaction to inform you that our ships now pay no higher nor other duties in the continental ports of spain than are levied on their national vessels the demands against portugal for illegal captures in the blockade of tercera have been allowed to the full amount of the accounts presented by the claimants and payment was promised to be made in three instalments the first of these has been paid the second although due had not at the date of our last advices been received owing it was alleged to embarrassments in the finances consequent on the civil war in which that nation is engaged the payments stipulated by the convention with denmark have been punctually made and the amount is ready for distribution among the claimants as soon as the board now sitting shall have performed their functions i regret that by the last advices from our charge d'affaires at naples that government had still delayed the satisfaction due to our citizens but at that date the effect of the last instructions was not known dispatches from thence are hourly expected and the result will be communicated to you without delay with the rest of europe our relations political and commercial remain unchanged negotiations are going on to put on a permanent basis the liberal system of commerce now carried on between us and the empire of russia the treaty concluded with austria is executed by his imperial majesty with the most perfect good faith and as we have no diplomatic agent at his court he personally inquired into and corrected a proceeding of some of his subaltern officers to the injury of our consul in one of his ports 
our treaty with the sublime port is producing its expected effects on our commerce new markets are opening for our commodities and a more extensive range for the employment of our ships a slight augmentation of the duties on our commerce inconsistent with the spirit of the treaty had been imposed but on the representation of our charge d'affaires it has been promptly withdrawn and we now enjoy the trade and navigation of the black sea and of all the ports belonging to the turkish empire and asia on the most perfect equality with all foreign nations i wish earnestly that in announcing to you the continuance of friendship and the increase of a profitable commercial intercourse with mexico with central america and the states of the south i could accompany it with the assurance that they all are blessed with that internal tranquillity and foreign peace which their heroic devotion to the cause of their independence merits in mexico a sanguinary struggle is now carried on which has caused some embarrassment to our commerce but both parties profess the most kindly disposition toward us to the termination of this contest we look for the establishment of that secure intercourse so necessary to nations whose territories are contiguous how important it will be to us we may calculate from the fact that even in this unfavorable state of things our maritime commerce has increased and an internal trade by caravans from st louis to santa fe under the protection of escorts furnished by the government is carried on to great advantage and is daily increasing the agents provided for by the treaty with this power to designate the boundaries which it established have been named on our part but one of the evils of the civil war now raging there has been that the appointment of those with whom they were to cooperate has not yet been announced to us the government of central america has expelled from its territory the party which sometimes since disturbed its peace desirous of fostering a favorable disposition toward us which has on more than one occasion been evinced by this interesting country i made a second attempt in this year to establish a diplomatic intercourse with them but the death of the distinguished citizen whom i had appointed for that purpose has retarded the execution of measures from which i hoped much advantage to our commerce the union of the three states which form the republic of colombia has been dissolved but they all it is believed consider themselves as separately bound by the treaty which was made in their federal capacity the minister accredited to the federation continues in that character near the government of new granada and hopes were entertained that a new union would be formed between the separate states at least for the purposes of foreign intercourse our minister has been instructed to use his good offices whenever they shall be desired to produce the reunion so much to be wished for the domestic tranquillity of the parties and the security and facility of foreign commerce some agitations naturally attendant on an infant reign have prevailed in the empire of brazil which have had the usual effect upon commercial operations and while they suspended the consideration of claims created on similar occasions they have given rise to new complaints on the part of our citizens 
a proper consideration for calamities and difficulties of this nature has made us less urgent and peremptory in our demands for justice than duty to our fellow-citizens would under other circumstances have required but their claims are not neglected and will on all proper occasions be urged and it is hoped with effect i refrain from making any communication on the subject of our affairs with buenos aires because the negotiation communed to you in my last annual message was at the date of our last advices still pending and in a state that would render a publication of the details inexpedient a treaty of amity and commerce has been formed with the republic of chile which if approved by the senate will be laid before you that government seems to be established and at peace with its neighbors and its ports being the resorts of our ships which are employed in the highly important trade of the fisheries this commercial convention cannot but be of great advantage to our fellow-citizens engaged in that perilous but profitable business our commerce with the neighboring state of peru owing to the onerous duties levied on our principal articles of export has been on the decline and all endeavors to procure an alteration have hitherto proved fruitless with bolivia we have yet no diplomatic intercourse and the continual contests carried on between it and peru have made me defer until a more favorable period the appointment of any agent for that purpose an act of atrocious piracy having been committed on one of our trading ships by the inhabitants of a settlement on the west coast of sumatra a frigate was dispatched with orders to demand satisfaction for the injury if those who committed it should be found to be members of a regular government capable of maintaining the usual relations with foreign nations but if as it was supposed and as they proved to be they were a band of lawless pirates to inflict such a chastisement as would deter them and others from like aggressions this last was done and the effect has been an increased respect for our flag in those distant seas and additional security for our commerce in the view i have given of our connection with foreign powers allusions have been made to their domestic disturbances or foreign wars to their revolutions or dissensions it may be proper to observe that this is done solely in cases where those events affect our political relations with them or to show their operation on our commerce further than this it is neither our policy nor our right to interfere our best wishes on all occasions our good offices when required will be afforded to promote the domestic tranquillity and foreign peace of all nations with whom we have any intercourse any intervention in their affairs further than this even by the expression of an official opinion is contrary to our principles of international policy and will always be avoided the report which the secretary of the treasury will in due time lay before you will exhibit the national finances in a highly prosperous state owing to the continued success of our commercial enterprise which has enabled the merchants to fulfil their engagements with the government the receipts from customs during the year will exceed the estimate presented at the last session and with the other means of the treasury will prove fully adequate 
not only to meet the increased expenditures resulting from the large appropriations made by congress but to provide for the payment of all the public debt which is at present redeemable it is now estimated that the customs will yield to the treasury during the present year upward of twenty eight million dollars the public lands however have proved less productive than was anticipated and according to present information will not much exceed two million dollars the expenditures for all objects other than the public debt are estimated to amount during the year to about sixteen million five hundred thousand dollars while a still larger sum viz eighteen million dollars will have been applied to the principal and interest of the public debt it is expected however that in consequence of the reduced rates of duty which will take effect after march third eighteen thirty three there will be a considerable falling off in the revenue from customs in the year eighteen thirty three it will nevertheless be amply sufficient to provide for all the wants of the public service estimated even upon a liberal scale and for the redemption and purchase of the remainder of the public debt on january first eighteen thirty three the entire public debt of the united states funded and unfunded will be reduced to within a fraction of seven million dollars of which two million two hundred twenty seven thousand three hundred sixty three dollars are not of right redeemable until january first eighteen thirty four and four million seven hundred thirty five thousand two hundred and ninety six dollars not until january second eighteen thirty five the commissioners of the sinking funds however being invested with full authority to purchase the debt at the market price and the means of the treasury being ample it may be hoped that the whole will be extinguished within the year eighteen thirty three i cannot too cordially congratulate congress and my fellow-citizens on the near approach of that memorable and happy event the extinction of the public debt of this great and free nation faithful to the wise and patriotic policy marked out by the legislation of the country for this object the present administration has devoted to it all the means which a flourishing commerce has supplied and a prudent economy preserved for the public treasury within the four years for which the people have confided the executive power to my charge fifty eight million dollars will have been applied to the payment of the public debt that this has been accomplished without stinting the expenditures for all other proper objects will be seen by referring to the liberal provision made during the same period for the support and increase of our means of maritime and military defense for internal improvements of a national character for the removal and preservation of the indians and lastly for the gallant veterans of the revolution the final removal of this great burthen from our resources affords the means of further provision for all the objects of general welfare and public defense which the constitution authorizes and presents the occasion for such further reductions in the revenue as may not be required for them from the report of the secretary of the treasury it will be seen that after the present year such a reduction may be made to a considerable extent and the subject is earnestly recommended to the consideration of congress in the hope that the combined wisdom of the representatives 
of the people will devise such means of effecting that salutary object as may remove those burthens which shall be found to fall unequally upon any and as may promote all the great interests of the community long and patient reflection has strengthened the opinions i have heretofore expressed to congress on this subject and i deem it my duty on the present occasion again to urge them upon the attention of the legislature the soundest maxims of public policy and the principles upon which our republican institutions are founded recommend a proper adaptation of the revenue to the expenditure and they also require that the expenditure shall be limited to what by an economical administration shall be consistent with the simplicity of the government and necessary to an efficient public service in effecting this adjustment it is due injustice to the interests of the different states and even to the preservation of the union itself that the protection afforded by existing laws to any branches of the national industry should not exceed what may be necessary to counteract the regulations of foreign nations and to secure a supply of those articles of manufacture essential to the national independence and safety in time of war if upon investigation it shall be found as it is believed it will be that the legislative protection granted to any particular interest is greater than is indispensably requisite for these objects i recommend that it be gradually diminished and that as far as may be consistent with these objects the whole scheme of duties be reduced to the revenue standard as soon as a just regard to the faith of the government and to the preservation of the large capital investment in establishments of domestic industry will permit that manufactures adequate to the supply of our domestic consumption would in the abstract be beneficial to our country there is no reason to doubt and to effect their establishment there is perhaps no american citizen who would not for a while be willing to pay a higher price for them but for this purpose it is presumed that a tariff of high duties designed for perpetual protection which they maintain has the effect to reduce the price by domestic competition below that of the foreign article experience however our best guide on this as on other subjects makes it doubtful whether the advantages of this system are not counterbalanced by many evils and whether it does not tend to beget in the minds of a large portion of our countrymen a spirit of discontent and jealousy dangerous to the stability of the union what then shall be done large interests have grown up under the implied pledge of our national legislation which it would seem a violation of public faith suddenly to abandon nothing could justify it but the public safety which is the supreme law but those who have vested their capital in manufacturing establishments cannot expect that the people will continue permanently to pay high taxes for their benefit when the money is not required for any legitimate purpose in the administration of the government is it not enough that the high duties have been paid as long as the money arising from them could be applied to the common benefit in the extinguishment of the public debt those who take an enlarged view of the condition of our country must be satisfied that the policy of protection must be ultimately limited to those articles of domestic manufacture which are indispensable to our safety in time of war within this scope on a reasonable scale it is recommended by every consideration of patriotism and duty which will doubtless 
always secure to it a liberal and efficient support but beyond this object we have already seen the operation of the system productive of discontent in some sections of the republic its influence is deprecated as tending to concentrate wealth into a few hands and as creating those germs of dependence and vice which in other countries have characterized the existence of monopolies and proved so destructive of liberty and the general good a large portion of the people in one section of the republic declares it not only inexpedient on these grounds but as disturbing the equal relations of property by legislation and therefore unconstitutional and unjust doubtless these effects are in a great degree exaggerated and may be ascribed to a mistaken view of the considerations which led to the adoption of the tariff system but they are nevertheless important in enabling us to review the subject with a more thorough knowledge of all its bearings upon the great interests of the republic and with a determination to dispose of it so that none can with justice complain End of section eight.